podcast, Ian Mobsby explores the theme of competition in the New Testament, in particular in the letters of St. Paul. This podcast was recorded in the Moot community at St. Mary Aldermary Eucharist in August 2013. And the Gospel text for today is equally fitting. This is a reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12. I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptised, and what stress am I under until it is completed? Do you think I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five in one households will be divided, three against two and two against three, they will be divided. Father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say it is going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say there will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky. But why do you not know how to interpret the present time? of all the readings for today. Well, I think we start with that first question. How do we deal with incredibly difficult texts? What do we do with texts that sound angry? What do we do with texts that sound about competition? And as you heard in some of the texts today, this idea of a race, to running the race, which is often used uh, for the Christian life. Well, let's start by saying actually these texts are incredibly difficult to hear. They jar. And in many churches I have attended, they have been used to justify a terrifying understanding of a vengeful, angry God upstairs. These passages, again, conjure up an unhealthy idea of a conditionally loving God to us who requires us to be good children, persevering little angels, representing a largely absent God. Christians have often misinterpreted these texts as a sign of winning and that competition rather than collaboration are part of God's intentions. I want to say quite clearly, I, do, I could not disagree more. The kingdom is fundamentally about participation. The kingdom of God is for me about inclusion, as Jesus was, was not about a place for the winners who defeated others. The idea of winning reminds me of childhood experiences, of not being very good at football and other forms of sport that required you to have good feet and agility, which I, as a kid with metal in both my feet and a very weird neurological condition, found very difficult. Such texts compress my buttons about my own sense of wounding. Like like many, I was always the last to be picked in any school football team, which was always humiliating and shaming. Winning is a word I don't like very much. For me, water sports were my freedom where I could compete with others or rather, in more accurate English, participate more equally. How much more today do I hate competition? Where in this country often we see the rich and the privileged having an unfair advantage regarding vocations, opportunities, education and healthcare. 
our unrestrained market focused on competition that has forgotten about our common humanity. A recent survey of young people who had less than five O-levels reported fear and depression as there was so much competition that the majority felt they would never, not just not have, never attain their dreams in life. And were fearful about being enslaved by a system that now privileges the rich more than any other time, going right back to the beginning of the Second World War. The truth is that these texts are not about competition as winning against others. To the contrary, they're about facing up to ourselves, our false selves, the ego that diminishes us. And so the idea of competition and the common good are values that don't fit with our market system. Games and the competition of games are supposed to build character. You could say the Battle of Waterloo was won by the playing fields of Eton and all that. Healthy competition is supposed to be good for us. I'm not quite so sure. We remember that cultural developments and innovation in becoming a more fair, enlightened and equal society happen not through competition that privileges the few over the many, but through cooperation and common unity, which brought closer a gap between rich and poor through a more fair society. Now these texts are about the competition that goes on within ourselves rather than competing against others. About the parts of us that are unenlightened, selfish, and to be frank, sinful. Where we are called to be transformed by mind, body, and soul into a new creation. About knowing the difference between our full selves based on the ego and the calling that Jesus calls us to be, to be more real and honest and humble, warts and all. Is competition ever healthy? The desire to be better, look better than anybody else? Well, one question. Do we write better poetry or play better tennis or do better business or stand in higher esteem generally, even in self-esteem, if our chief motivation is to be ahead of the pack? Even if you win the rat race, as someone said, you still remain a rat. So who wants to win if everybody else has to lose? Who dares to lose if it's crucial to win? Ah, oh, but I hear my father here saying, it's not about winning that counts, it's about playing the game. Well, maybe neither of them count, actually, winning or playing the game. Maybe it's not competition, but cooperation and comradeship that builds the only character worth building. If it's by games, playing games together that we learn to win battles, maybe it's by playing, say, music together that we learn to avoid them. There are moments when St Paul sounds like a, comp a competitor with a vengeance, but there are happily other moments as well. Quote, let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us as individuals, he says, where the object is not to get there first, but just to get there at all. And fight the good fight, he says in 1 Timothy, where it's not the fight to overcome the best of the competition that he's talking about, but the fight to overcome the worst in ourselves. And I think that's what these texts are about and why Jesus speaks so starkly through these texts, which were storytelling, which always will go to extreme, to point out that this is about facing who we really are and overcoming those parts of ourselves that are distorted. So what is it we need to face up to? to face up to regarding the worst of ourselves. Well, I think for many of us, it's this big one called avarice. Well, I certainly suffer from that, which is the I can't be bothered. I think in London, many times, there's so much going on 
that actually we all feel very overwhelmed quite a lot, which then ends up with us not being bothered. So in that way, we don't take life very seriously, or we forget how short and precious life is. I can't be bothered in having disciplined spiritual life. I can't be bothered with X, Y, and Z. Second, I think, that, that we are still trying to struggle in this community and beyond with the hallmarks of a consumer society. It is really hard to sustain a healthy spiritual life in a, in a culture defined by unrestrained greed, gluttony, anger, lust, and fear. These make us very selfish and take us to the surface of ourselves rather than the heart of who we are. So please don't mishear me. I'm not saying that because I'm so miserably an old fart that we need not to take responsibility for things. I'm not saying that or being all trying to point the finger. I'm just trying to say that these texts, which are very stark, are about God encouraging us to face those parts of us that distort us and take it seriously. That actually, many of us live very unintegrated lives. I certainly have been living that way myself. Where the child of us, the adolescent of us, and the adult of us is not coherent. Often we are split, where these parts of us are not joined up. So part of the Christian spiritual tradition is about joining these things up. That we can be healthy adolescents, adults, and child as one person. And many of us need to face this as part of going deeper in the way of Jesus Christ. So running the race is a call to wholeness, to inner peace, and self-love rather than self-loathing. Another interesting statistic of Christians, of people who go to church, something like 98% report self-hatred, not just like, dislike, self-hatred. So this calling, I think, is very important, the sense of an inner peace, of an integrated whole life, to find God in another way to live. Thanks for listening to the Moot Community Podcast. If you'd like more information on who we are and what we do, please visit www.moot.uk.net. Mm-hmm.